Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Also, follow us everywhere on social at DIY Money Podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to check out the video on YouTube. We've got some awesome bonus content there. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. I'm not sure why I always feel this way, but we just cut a, a DIY Money Junior last episode. If you're binging through these episodes, I always like when I hear somebody say that. I just always picture them like on a long car ride, and they just keep just, listening yep. to DIY Money. I wonder how many episodes it take till they start going, I can't take it anymore! DIY Money! <laughs> like themselves, you know? And I could see a spouse being like, seriously, shut up. Like, you know, just making fun of them. But anyways... Um, I always feel like after we do a prolonged episode, because I think we went a little longer on that one, that I always feel like we have got to rush through this one. So I want to give the um, uh, proper time to this question. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyways, uh, what's the what what what'd you get? You said took you how many times to get your wordle today? It took me six times to six get my wordle. Six rows. Uh, every what's row. your streak right now? Oh, I'm a hundred percent. I've I've but I've but only done it start? like seven days. Yeah, like, yeah so, so okay. I'm not like crazy. I'm eleven for eleven, but I'm Ooh. sitting here right now. I'm on my third uh, row, and I have only gotten one uh, oh. letter, one vowel. Today's a what's tough your, day. What's your starting word? Um, I don't know. It depends. I what? To, yeah, you don't I, have a strategy? No, I, I kind of. I think I'm based it on off the previous day a little bit. Really? Yeah, just a little bit. My strategy, I start with adu, A-D-I-E-U. Uh, I figure that's one of the words that has the most vowels. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I go from there. I, f- I feel like I normally do, like, my first two words, I try to knock out all the vowels. Oh, yeah, so yeah I for do. sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you have a strategy. Kinda, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Well, right now I'm going on, on number three Yesterday, row and I got nothing. Yesterday, I was a baller. Yeah, you did it in two, right? Two yesterday. Yeah. I've seen people who post sometimes they got it in the first row, and I'm like, yeah, you, yeah, they you heard it that. from their you friend. Googled that. Yeah. That's a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> I got a little thing going with my wife. You know, she we we share with each other. It's just a fun. If you're not privy to what we're talking about, uh, there's an open source game called Wordle. W O R D is in David L E. You can just Google it. It was uh, I think pr- pr- done or cr- created by some guy who's been involved in like the crossword puzzle world or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a crossword puzzle. It's just a fun game. And then when you're done, you can share your the visual representation of how you did. That boy is good. You, you don't give any clues away or anything. And so you can see you got six rows to figure out the word. Um, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, so if you follow Quinn on Twitter, you'll probably see... Yeah, I stopped <laughs> posting because, I, I, you know, while the world is ending, the markets are just careening lower. And, uh, you know, I do my Wordle sometimes at like 5 in the morning, but I don't want to post that out there and be like, oh, yeah, you know, market's going down a gazillion points, and I'm figuring out my Wordle. No, <laughs> not at all. So anyways, let's get right to our question today. Uh, we're back on the uh, the the uh, non-junior. I don't know what word I was going to use there. The non-junior path. What's the Who's our Beth. question? Beth. Beth has a great question today. What do you got, Beth? D-I-Y. Hello, Quint, Daniel, and Logan. My name is Beth, and I'm from Columbus, Ohio. Uh, I discovered your guys' podcast probably about a month ago, and I've binged probably half of all the episodes. It's a little embarrassing, but I'm learning so much from you guys. I appreciate everything that you guys are doing. My husband and I have a seven-year-old, a three-year-old, and a 15-month-old, and we've built into our budget to put $100 per child into a savings account. We initially set up each kid with their own account at our big corporate bank, 
and I somewhat recently stumbled upon a high yield savings account. So I had closed all three of the kids accounts and kind of lumped all of those funds together into one account to help yield the highest amount of interest. However, after listening to many of your podcast episodes, it seems maybe investing into a custodial account and putting these funds into the market would be better for our kids' future. I don't know the first thing about investing in the market, stocks, bonds, and all the things, but I'm slowly building up the confidence to start learning by listening to all the knowledge you guys have to offer. So what's the best bang for our buck when it comes to investing our children's future? Continue with the high yield interest savings account or investing into a custodial account or something totally different that I've never heard of before. Thanks so much. Keep doing what you're doing. Okay, great question. And uh, she shouted me out. <clears throat> she shouted you out. Of yeah. course, you got to shout out Logan. I mean, you're on now. Half I think the that time. was my first shout out, though. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, it's because people have binge. They start at the beginning. They don't know who you are. Then they then you show up. Well, and, I'll take it. Yeah, it's kind of like the guy who you know, if you watch like a, a TV series, and then and then there's a guy who shows up, and the yep. next thing you know, he kind of kind of shows up a little bit more. We're always kind of. You know, surveying our audience. Do they like Logan? Do they not? I mean, yeah. here's the deal. You start getting negative comments, you're out, bud. Oh, I know. I mean, yeah, it ain't Sack game, sock game or non, you're not. <laughs> you're out. You're gone. Consider it severance pay. Take the train. Um, all right. So a couple of things I picked up on here. I'm going to just tell you my preferences. I'll, I'll look forward to Logan sharing his thoughts on this. Um, he's in an interesting situation uh, personally, so I'll let him touch on that if he chooses. But I'm a fan of custodial accounts, and the rationale behind that is saving for children. I like the flexibility of utilizing a custodial account as opposed to a 529 or a covered LESA because a couple of reasons. Number one, I want to have the ability to buy individual stocks, the same thing we just talked about with our DIY Money Junior, and uh, 529s do not allow you to do that. I also want the flexibility of being able to use that money for more than just college if they choose. So I was having a conversation with my 12-year-old this morning. Uh, They have a snow day today, and uh, they don't have any work. Like, it's a legit snow day. I didn't know that was a thing anymore because they always seem to have what they call NTI, non-traditional instruction days, where they have to do work. Well, today is an actual snow day. Legit, do nothing, sit around, play video games, snow day. And my my twelve year old came out. Uh, I was I was doing something, and he and he just walked up. To, I already knew it was a snow day. He knew I knew it was a snow day. But he started. He goes, "I hate school." <laughs> and this is not an uncommon thing for him. Uh, it, it, this was just, and he didn't have to go today. Like he was just making sure I knew his disdain for school. <laughs> and uh, he goes through it. I mean, he does it. it you know, he gets good grades, uh-huh. but he it is not his thing. I'm just telling you. And I'm not a guy who puts a, you know, a square peg in a round hole. I mean, if it's just not your thing, it's not your thing. So I said to him, I, I mean, again, I just planted a seed. I said, you know, I said, I appreciate you sharing that. And I also appreciate that you that you continue to push forward in school and you're doing well in school, even though you hate it. Um, and I said, but you know, it's something to think about because when you're done with school, high school, maybe, you know, you don't go on to college. Maybe you go to a technical school and you learn a trade and you, you learn how to do something to come out and make money, which I, I, you know, I think is a huge, uh, opportunity for many, many young people in our country. And unfortunately, technical schools are just not viewed as, as prestigious as they should when most kids come out making real good money. Yeah. Uh, but that's another subject for another day. So I, I we had that conversation. He said, yeah, I, you know, it's something to think about. I mean, the kid's 12, so right, yeah. whatever. I mean, but I just just wanted to plant that seed that I wanted to make sure he knew I'm not going to harp on some traditional path for him if it's not his thing. It's as simple as that. So 
uh, we are saving for him. We are saving in a custodial account for him. And thankfully, that, that custodial account then can be used for a, a variety of different things. Now, that's the way I choose to invest for them. The one caveat I'm going to share with you, Beth, though, you're, you're smiling like or you're kind of smirking like I missed something. No, what, no, what's I happening? Just, I just thought of you know you, you talking to your, your son coming in, Dad, I really don't like school. And then you give him this huge motivational speech yeah, about yeah, life yeah. and he could change. And oh. he's like... All right, Dad. It's a snow day. I'm yeah, gonna I'm going to play video games. games. That's actually you're right. My my uh, older son now is 14. He he rolls his eyes when I start down that path. But uh, here's the one thing I'm going to caution you: you're putting a hundred dollars per kid into an account for their benefit. Yet you have much uh, different ages of children, so you are effectively. Uh, and these kids, I'm, I'm assuming, are going to be using this money, let's say, that around their 18th birthday. So the $100 that you're saving for your three-month-old, I think that's what she said, Div, three-month-old, mm-hmm. is going to be significantly more valuable when they're 18 than the $100 you're saving for your Seven year. seven-year-old. So your seven-year-old has 11 years. Your three-month-old has 18 years to compound the same $100. So... To put that into context, I had a goal for each of my children when they were born. Uh, my uh, my older when I started saving for them, um, I did some reverse math. On a monthly basis, I save. Uh, uh, well, it's a, uh, what I'm just going to use round numbers because I don't want to you know make anybody feel strangely or whatever. But let's just say for my older child, I save two hundred dollars a month. For my middle child, I save $125, and for my youngest child, I save $75, okay? That's not what it is, but just just go with me. So the reality is, is because of their ages and because of the time period from which they want to realize their goal, and my goal, you know, making sure this money's there for them at 18, the value I save has to be different. So what that is, it's called time value of money. And what you can do, and I encourage you to do this, Beth, is start with the end in mind. So start with an idea of what you want to save for each child. Go to the Google and just type in time value of money calculator. So you go to a calculator on Google, and what you're going to do is you're going to type in a future value that you want to see for each child. Now, most of the time, you actually have to type in, and I'm not gonna, you know, we won't need to go into the academics of it, but it actually has to be a negative amount. So the future value is actually negative. Let's say you want to charge 50000 So negative 50000 Your present value uh, is whatever the balance is currently or zero. So maybe you haven't started. So right. present value is zero. N, which is represents the time period, is the number of years mm-hmm. until they reach, let's say, 18. So we currently have the future value, we have the present value. We have N, the time period. We need an interest rate. Now, for all intents and purposes, let's just use 8. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that 8%, you're buying the S&P 500. That's actually a little low historically, but let's be conservative. So 8. What you are solving for is the payment, PMT. So you put those variables in, into your you know calculator that you found on Google, time value of money, and you hit the payment button, and it will tell you the annual amount you should be trying to save for right. each child. And again, what's the difference? Well, the future value is going to be the same for each kid. The present value is going to be the same. Let's just say it's zero. Mm-hmm. The interest rate is going to be the same. The N, the time period, is going to be different. For right. your seven-year-old, that's going to be 11 years. For your three-month-year-old, it's going to be 18 years, which is going to give you a different payment. 
That's the amount. If you wanted to save for them in equal proportions, that's the amount you would be saving for them, Beth. I know you didn't ask about that. You just said we're putting $100 away. But I wanted to caution you that it could bite you in the backside because your 18-year-old, your your oldest is not going to have nearly as much money as your three-month-old. Right. And um, she mentioned at the beginning of her question that she's currently just putting in a high-yield savings. I think we'd both agree that investing that money is going to be beneficial. Invest it. Yeah, invest Absolutely. It. Invest you, that S&P 500, basic basic fund. You know, Don't worry about recreating the wheel. Yeah, you don't Long have to term get investing. complicated at all. Put it in an S&P 500 fund um, and invest that for, for the long term. Um, what Quint was kind of alluding to earlier is my parents utilized 529 plans. 529s are basically just educational saving plans that are kind of operated through the state. Um, you can get them in any state that you're in. I don't even think you have to buy it from the state that you're that you're currently residing in. That's correct, in. yeah. Um, but my, my parents put money away. They are saving for me for college. Um, you know, every month they would put money into this account, save for a 529 plan. So when I went to college, I would have some money there to, to pay for it. Um, but when I got to the university, um, I went to the University of Kentucky. I had good grades and stuff. So I got an academic scholarship. So tuition was paid for. And then I was a resident advisor for three years on campus. So essentially I didn't pay for room and board either. And my college was free. Now on the flip side of that free college and ending with no debt is amazing. But after I got out, I have a significant portion of money still in that 529. And my parents would love to let me utilize that for purchasing a house or putting a down payment down or, you know, whatever I'd like to use that money for. And it's really hard to access it. If I take that money out because it's not for education, I'm going to have to pay a 10% penalty on it and pay income taxes on it. So, you know, utilizing a 529 has benefits because you're you basically that money is growing tax-free and you can utilize it for education. But if, you know, your 12-year-old doesn't want to use those funds for uh, college and wants to use it for non-education or if they get scholarships and things like that, a 529 plan can have some restrictions on it that are going to make it more difficult for th- that child to use that money. Absolutely. So I think, you know, in, in summary, investing, right, custodial accounts is what we prefer. Yep. Now, some people uh, that we work with, you know, are just adamant, hey, I have several kids. I'm going to save in the 529, uh, and, and I'm going to do custodial accounts as well, but at 529. And then as they get closer to college, and let's say some's going, one, one of them's going, one of them's not, they can, you can move it, right? right? So I think the challenge you're, you're being faced with is, this money is sitting there, uh, taking it out, put, paying taxes on it. It'll probably be sitting there, and it'll go to your kid's benefit. Maybe I, I, I don't know actually how that works. If it can go to the next generation that's not here yet, but I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to yeah, see. Yeah, I mean, you you can use that money to roll it over into you know, uh, it could go to my brother who is currently in college, or it could. Um, I, I think my parents can roll that into like their grandkids. I have older siblings, so their grandkids could get it as well. Um, but it, it kind of 
makes it difficult because my parents put that money aside for me. They wanted right. to save for me, so they would like me to use that money. So that's what kind of makes it difficult with the 529. And then again, I think the big variation there, Beth, is just do the math to make sure you're saving the appropriate amount. A lot of t- I see that a lot. Oh, we're going to start putting $100 away for each kid, and the idea is you know, that's fair because it's mm-hmm. equal. Well, it's really not because, again, the older has a shorter time horizon than the younger. So therefore, if you want those to be equal, it warrants uh, different amounts. And you can quickly do that calculation. Uh, and if you have any other, uh, you know, unique questions on that, just shoot us an email or whatever. I'm happy to happy to dialogue. Anything else there, Logan? No. That was a great good. question. Thanks so much for that, Beth. We'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card. Thanks, Mom. You're the best. Uh, remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest. Do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.